you're listening to How They Did It and Why, where we learn from the experiences of others. And today I wanted to learn a little bit from the experience of this amazing Nobel Prize winning woman in history, um, famous scientist. Her name, of course, is Marie Curie. Okay. And as some of you may know, she her research was actually uh, critical to the invention of the x-ray, something that all of us are familiar with and it helped millions of people and probably saved the lives of millions of people as well. So what prompted me to kind of go ahead and dig into her life a little bit was I was actually, um, I came across the movie Radioactive um, just one of those, you know, pandemic nights <laughs> where I, we were just in and I wanted to watch something informative. Um, it's on Prime, so that's super convenient. Um, and I was like, oh, let me check this movie out. And I was glad that I did because it actually reminded me that I did recall that a woman did invent the research and the, the discovery of a lot of the things that went into the x-ray, but I could not you know, remember what her name was or anything about her. So I was glad that this movie just kind of popped up because it kind of, you know, set the bells off in my head to go ahead and, and discover really more about her. So the movie was called Radioactive. It came out in 2019 and it stars um, Roseman Pike, which, you know, she's, I guess you would call her, um, an up-and-coming actress. She's definitely been like in a lot of stuff. I don't really follow celebrities like that, but you know, I think she did a good job in the movie. Now I have to say, I didn't actually finish the movie because it, from what I saw, it was so well done. And again, it was one of those pandemic nights where you're already kind of feeling a little bit depressed and once it got to the point where, and I hate to spoil the movie, um, but I mean, if you know the history of this woman, you already know what happens anyway. So I don't actually care about spoiling the movie for you. But um, she starts to get sick towards the end and there's some other tragedies that happened. And, you know, it just kind of hit home for me just from some things, you know, that I have had and, and seen and experienced. So I just didn't want to, you know, get even more depressed than I already was. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stop the movie here. I know what's going to happen. And I don't want to see it happen because I'm already depressed. And I am going to just read some more about her life that way and learn more that way instead of watching the ending of the movie. So but I did get through like three fourths of the movie. And although the critics of the film, you know, some people said like, oh, I could have been done better and things like that. I really liked the movie. One, I felt like, you know, it wasn't too far off of a, you know, different direction than her, you know, life from what, you know, I had researched, you know, or, and everything. So it wasn't 
too far away from that. You know how Hollywood likes to take the liberties and things like that, but um, I felt it was pretty accurate. Um, I like the way that the movie did portray her because I felt like from the things that I had read about her, it really did give credit to who she actually was. Like, you know, they didn't make her this dreamy, romanticized character just to sell. It was like, you know, she was a little bit gruff and she, you know, didn't want to be bothered with people sometimes. And they definitely showed that. The other thing I liked about the film, and if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook or wherever, I have done a screen share of the IMDb page of this movie because it does show, you know, the actress in it and has a synopsis and everything. So um, anyway, another side point that I appreciated about the movie was the costuming was really good. Um, the scenery and the sets were really good. Like the production quality was pretty good, I feel, for, you know, this type of movie. I hate, like, and that's because, only because, like, I'm someone who cares about these things when the costuming and things like that are just totally off in the movie. It's like not accurate to the time frame and things like that. So this, you know, definitely was not the case with this movie. Like they did their research, you know what I mean? Even down to, you know, her actual look and the way she wore her hair, like they, they got it. So those are just some things I appreciated about the film. Again, it came out in 2019. It's called Radioactive and it stars um, Roseman Pike. Okay. Um, so now that we know a little bit about the film, you know, I'm just going to kind of share with you some things about the actual person, um, the research that I found on her and why I think what, why she did what she did and 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 how how she did it um so yeah that's just my little two cents and and kind of what i want to share so i hope you're finding this interesting you know i think it's important for us to kind of highlight the achievements of women who do amazing things and she certainly did you know it's technology that she discovered and the way that she harnessed it to help people is like amazing so definitely need to be in tune with these kinds of things. So anyway, um, I found uh, this article that I think did a really good job of kind of like summarizing her life. Just, you know, there's tons of like, you know, information out there on her actual books and things like that because she is a Nobel Prize winner. Um, they actually had a really in-depth article on smithsonian.com that was pretty good. So if you want to know a little bit more than this BBC article puts out, I definitely head over to that smithsonian.com article and have a look at that, which do I still have it up? No, that was on there's another article on NobelPrize.org that's a pretty good article too. So you may want to also check that one out. It's got, you know, it's brief. Um, so if you're just looking for like a quick read, but it does talk about, you know, some more things that, you know, kind of go on that the other article on BBC doesn't. But Anyway, we're going to just start here. So um, Marie Curie was a Polish-born physicist and chemist and one of the most famous scientists of her time and really one of the heavy hitters of all time, if you really want to, you know, 
So together with her husband, Pierre, she was awarded the Nobel Prize in 1903, and she went on to win another one in 1911. She was born in Poland, okay, Warsaw, on um, November 7th, 1867. She was a daughter of a teacher, and um, she went to Paris in 1891 to study physics and mathematics. Okay, she ended up becoming a professor at the School of Physics and was married in 1895. So this was kind of cool. Okay, so the Currys worked together investigating radioactivity, building on the work of German physicist Rotgen. I'm probably saying that wrong. Okay, you guys can make fun of me in the comments. I know I have a lot of like things that I say wrong, but hey, this is me. Sorry. So they built on the, the former work of German physicist Roken and French physicist Beckwell. Okay, so if you want to research those guys, I did a little bit um, of research on them and they had discovered basically some chemicals that are, I guess, components of some of the, the chemicals that they discovered. So they basically kind of built on this previous research, okay? So talks a little bit more about um, the relationship between these two. So unfortunately, Pierre's life was cut short in 1906. He was knocked down and killed by a carriage, but Marie didn't let that stop her. So again, she's kind of overcoming her sorrow, you know, with the loss of her husband and pushing forward. She took over teaching and became the first woman to teach in Sorbonne and devoted herself to continuing the work that they had begun to get began together. So I thought that was nice. You know, a lot of times when things like this happen and they did have kids, okay, um, you really can kind of just become overcome with sorrow and just feel like giving up. But I think that, you know, for her, what they had discovered was something that she knew could really help people. And so that gave her the push to go on. And especially that it was something that her and her husband did together. You know, one thing I like about the film was that it really did a good job of portraying the relationship, which kind of started off based on the film and, and kind of, you know, tied in with some other things that I read online, you know, I believe that she had lost one of her parents very early on. I believe it was her mother. And, you know, she kind of had this very like gruff, you know, just leave me alone. I want to do my research and I just pour myself into my work and I don't want to be bothered with anyone. But her husband was so nice with the way that he kind of slowly crept in, you know, he respected her space, he respected her as a woman, she very much was a visionary um, at this time because she was doing something very important in a very male-dominated industry, and they did a good job of portraying that in the film. A lot of times she was the only woman in the room when she would have to go and present her research. She was often laughed at and things like that, and she did not want to get married and have her husband take the credit for her work, okay? She was like, no, you are not going to just come in here and take over my research, you know? This is my research, and that's the way it's going to be. So, that's what she thought, you know, her husband's angle was prior to them getting married. And she was very much on the defensive of him all the time. But he just did such a great job of, you know, 
showing her that love and, you know, not um, allowing her, 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 you know, almost kind of contempt to, to deter him. So he really fell in love with her because she was brilliant and because she was so dedicated to her work. So it was quite unfortunate when, you know, she lost him in this tragic accident, but again, she didn't allow that to stop her. So um, moving on with the article. Um, so she received, you know, her first Nobel Prize and then she received her second one in the area of chemistry in 1911. So the research that they did was crucial in the development of x-rays in surgery, okay? So during World War, I, during World War I, Curry Cup to equip ambulances with x-ray equipment, which she herself drove to the front line, okay? The International Red Cross made her head of its radiological service and helped, and she helped train courses for medical orderlies and doctors in the new technique, okay? Despite her success, she continued to face great opposition from male scientists, in France, and she never received significant financial benefits from her work, okay? So again, she was living at a time, she was ahead of the game, you know what I'm saying? She was, you know, basically had the mindset of a modern woman, like, I'm going to do this research, it is going to help people, and I'm going to have the credit for it, you know, and I'm going to be in this male-dominated industry, and I'm not going to let it stop me, you know, and I really appreciate her for that. You know, I, I, I love to see someone who is very much dedicated to their cause and won't let anything stop them. So moving on, uh, by the late 1920s, her health was beginning to deteriorate. She died on July 4, 1934 from leukemia caused by exposure to high energy radiation from her research. Um, so that was something, and again, that was once I saw she started to get sick in the movie, because by that point, I had kind of started to fall, like, really, I really started to like her, so I just couldn't even watch it happen, you know, just because, again, I just, for me, it was just hard, it, it was just hard, but, um, yeah, she was using, um, from what I read in another article, she was kind of um, walking around with like tubes of this radioactive material, like all the time. She would have it in her lab coats and things like that. So although she had access and had developed all this research on, you know, these chemicals themselves and, you know, she knew how they, the power of them could be harnessed and used to create the x-rays. She did not have the information at that point that, you know, it does have an adverse health effect and everything so that was sad but again a lot of people who are scientists in this way do actually end up having you know kind of almost succumbing to their work in this way that you know things about their work expose them to dangerous materials and they end up you know passing away because of it but anyway the story does not end there it doesn't so the Curry's eldest daughter, Irene, was herself a scientist and a winner of a Nobel Prize for Chemistry. So I like the fact that, you know, she had to be very inspirational to her daughter because 
you know, she carried on her research and then she went on to, you know, go ahead and get a Nobel Prize. So not only did she, you know, leave behind this, this wealth of information and this, this scientific discovery for all of us to benefit from, she also empowered her daughter, you know what I mean? And, and there's no doubt, you know, that her mother was a key part to her success and, and, and motivated her and everything. So I, I really love to see that. Um, there is a little bit more information that I wanted to share with you um, about her experiments and the things that she conducted. So I am going to do another screen share with you. This one was actually on um, biography.com and it really just kind of touched on a couple of um, different things that that article did not. So let me go ahead and get that screen share up for you. Okay. So um, this one is on biography.com and it, it just goes in depth a little bit more, but again, so her childhood and education, we kind of touched on already um, and we touched on their marriage. So again, um, Marie um, did have, you know, a, a daughter, two daughters, actually, um, and, and the, the, the second one, Irene, I believe, was the one who went on to uh, get, yes, Irene right here, followed in her mother's footsteps and won the Nobel Prize in chemistry. Okay, so what she actually discovered this is the takeaway that I wanted to kind of make sure came across. So Curry discovered radioactivity and together with her husband, the radioactive elements of polonium, okay, and radium while working together with the mineral, mineral pitch blend. She also championed the development of x-rays after Pierre's death. So they're in a lab working with polonium and radium and this mineral pitch, pitch blend. And basically what it was is like, and I'm gonna do a horrible job of explaining this, but the polonium and the radium, you kind of needed almost something to kind of like harness it, I guess, which is why they had to mix it with this mineral um, pitch blend. And they had to do all of these mathematical equations to get that formula just right to actually, you know, get the compound, I guess, needed to create the x-ray. So that just kind of gives you a little bit of an idea of, you know, how detailed the research is, you know, the math and the science involved to do this, okay? So just really incredible. So going on, um, fascinated with the work of Henry Bequel, as we mentioned, that was a French physicist who had discovered um, the uranium cast off rays, you know, weaker than x-rays found by William Conrad. Uh, Curry took his work a few steps further. Curry conducted her own experiments on uranium and discovered that they remain constant no matter the condition or form of uranium. The rays she theorized came from the elements of atomic structure. This revolutionary idea created the field of atomic physics, okay? So again, this idea, okay, 
really created not just this, you know, the information to make the x-ray, but it also created a whole new field of study as well. So that's pretty cool. Like, so Curie herself coined the word radioactivity to describe the phenomena. Following Curie's discovery of radioactivity, she continued her research with her husband, as we discussed, working with the mineral pitch, bin, pitch, pitch blend to pair the discovery of a new radioactive element in 1898. They named the element polonium after Curry's native country of Poland, okay? So that's just so cute and cool, you know? They also detached, uh, detected, I'm, I'm sorry, excuse me, the presence of another radioactive material in the pitch blend and called that radium. In 1902, the Curries announced that they had produced a decagram of pure radium demonstrating its existence as a unique chemical element. So they discovered something on the periodic table. You feel me? Like, that's a big deal. Because again, without that discovery, when you discover something like that, other discoveries are possible. So just amazing. All right. So when World War um, one broke out in 1914. Curry devoted her time and resources to help the cause. She championed uh, the use of the portable x-ray machine in the field and used these medical vehicles and earned the nickname Little Curies. Okay, so again, she was able to kind of use that technology like right then and there on the spot. She was able to do a lot of testing because she actually had subjects and things like that, you know, to do the x-rays on and everything. And um, she actually traveled to the United States twice um, in 1921 and 1929 to raise funds to buy radium and to establish a radium research institute in Warsaw, okay? So again, there's a nice picture of her. It's Marie Curry, go girl, that's awesome, man. So again, the article just goes on again a little bit more about her life, but I did once again want to touch on her Nobel Prizes. So she won two Nobel Prizes, you know, for physics in 1903 and for chemistry in 1911. And she was the first woman to win a Nobel Prize as well as the first person, man or woman, to win the prestigious award twice. She remains the only person to be honored for accomplishment in two separate sciences, okay? So again, very, very cool. So, um, Again, then it just goes into her life and then her, her legacy, which I'll touch on for just a quick minute. Curry made many breakthroughs in her lifetime, remembered as a leading figure in science and a role model for women. She has received numerous posthumous honors. Several education and research institutions and medical centers bear the name Curie, named including the Curie Institute and the Pierre and Marie Curie University. In 1995, Marie and Pierre's remains, okay, they were moved to this uh, location in Paris and all of that, and they were given some great honors. So here's why I think, or how I think she did this. Again, as I kind of um, touched on earlier, um, she did have to overcome some things, you know, in her personal life, which, you know, she had to move from one country to another one in a time where there was just so much 
so much going on there and she was able to overcome that. She also had some losses, some very tragic losses. I'll kind of leave that up to you to go and research further. And I think that she just had this burning desire to, you know, stand out as a female. That's the, the most thing that I got. She wanted to help people first and foremost, you know, that was the, 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 the why. That was her why, was helping people. And how she was able to achieve that was through, you know, her just not giving up and her wanting to do the best research and be as equal to and better than her male counterparts. And she certainly did that. So I thought this was some cool information to share. I hope that I have, you know, done a great job sharing this with you guys. If you have any comments on this, please do drop me a line on my YouTube or my Facebook. If you have any other information on her or interesting little tidbits, I would love to know them. And I hope that this uh, episode has been informative. I hope that it has inspired you and we'll see you in the next episode.